2: This is a crowd podcast. This episode is sponsored by Jabba the Daniel Hut. To be more like Daniel, go to patreon.com forward slash Show and become an official sponsor today. Joe Marler is a big hearted man, and he's got a podcast plan. It's the Joe Marler Show. It's the Joe Marler Show. Oh, oh, oh.
1: Welcome to the fourth episode of the Dan and Joe Rugby Show.
2: Ah, right. I see what you've done there. Um, You're the lead host of the podcast, are you now? We're no longer co-hosts co-hosting you're the lead and i'm the i'm the minion am i uh
1: just alphabetically
2: until we get a better name uh yeah i put myself first all right well actually talking of names i've had a few suggestions from my very somewhat overexcited mother-in-law a she doesn't like me calling her mother-in-law and b she doesn't like me calling her by a real name so her name is square here we go i'm gonna try and get it as loud as i can this is a great setup here
0: Hi boys. Hi Dan. Hi Joe. I'm just going to um, read out some of my ideas for names for the show. Fucking out. Very I need formal. Apologise in advance because most of these aren't relevant to you. They're mostly relevant to Joe. So let's start with this one. Balls deep in chat. <laughs> Out. hold on a minute. We've got some very funny ones and we've got some serious ones, so I'm not really sure. Let's go... Hold on a minute.
2: Fucking hell, we're holding on a minute, aren't we?
0: Right. The boarding scrum bags, in your face with Joe and Cola Bear, huh. muck buddies, ruck buddies, scrum chums, muckers, <laughs> mates, Stop. rates, pitches... For bitches. No. (laughs) Bitches for pitches. Bitches for pitches? No. What? Forget that one. The big sizing up. Rugby school of thought. Arse roots instead of grass roots, (laughs) obviously. Bitch the pitch. That's what it was. Bitch the pitch. Oh, right. So you're bitching about stuff that's gone on in the pitch kind of thing. A cock on instead of a knock on. Right, hold on. There's, there's more. The Cauliflower Club.
2: Oh, fucking hell.
0: What a pair. Dirty Talk. Now, this one I do like.
2: Oh, God.
0: This is how we rock and roll. So I think that's about it. So I'm hoping...
2: Oh, that's it.
0: ...that you will like at least one of them, or two of them. And I hope you name the let sh- Let Square name the show for you, because I am your number one listener... Dan, you're much, much funnier, naturally funnier. I try not to laugh at Joe too much, but you do make me laugh. You pair of scrum bags. I hope that helps. Tati boo. Love
2: you.
1: I... thoughts, (laughs) Coley? The fact that she's putting so much effort to have a seven-minute chat of all the thoughts all the like I think we've got to see the inner workings of her brain there for a bit as well
2: I think she wasn't just not just that at the end of there she seemed to be offering the inner workings of other places how much she fucking likes you
1: not the first lady Joe <laughs> to you know think that way we could get a sort of new bit of crossover audience when we're going balls deep in chat dirty talk let's talk dirty balls dirty balls uh we sound like a bit of a sexual health clinic. <laughs> you might find someone's looking for yeah, someone's looking for sexual health advice. So they go for a podcast and they end up listening to rugby. That'd be you know.
2: rugby and sexual health advice. Fuck it. Fair play to her. That is a elevated effort. She's been so excited. She said, "Oh, I'm going to come up with so many names, so many different things for you." And that was her moment. And fuck me, it lasted a, a lifetime. It felt. I need to have a lie down after that. There was a
1: couple there where we could do, like, if we did a spin-off with uh, in France and got uh, Shamil Shat, you know, the racing hooker, to join in, he could be, uh, you know, rugby
2: Shat chat. <laughs> we can't even organise it in this in this mini spin-off, let alone fucking plan more spin-offs, Dan. Yeah, but I'm just thinking, when,
1: you know, if we go global slash European...
2: I'll try and contact his agent... Or D, slide into his DM via Dan Richard Cole sixty nine. Fuck me. Well, I well thank you very much. I know full well Square will be listening to this, and I will. I want to say thank you, Squizzle slash Square, for your suggestions. We're going to have to like debrief that at some other point to actually pick one. There are loads in there, but um, I'm sure we can find one. Maybe we we'll pick up we we'll pick out our top five and then ask the listeners, Coley, how do you how do you feel about that? Yeah. Okay, so right, that's done and dusted. Thank God she'll stop bloody bugging me. Coley, what have you been up to this week, mate?
1: A uh, bit of rugby, a bit of rugger. Uh, must say I uh, enjoyed your most recent podcast, your other podcast with the drug trafficker, Sean was named, Sean Atwood. Big Sean Atwood? Big Sean Atwood, yeah. His life, uh, the way he was telling it, sounds just mental, to be fair. The stuff he got up to.
2: He was crazy, mate. You'd be. Uh, Tom was sat there... Watching him, couldn't take his eyes off him. I couldn't take my eyes off him either. He was just so engaging and wired and bouncing off the walls. But Tom was genuinely scared shitless because he was sat a little bit closer to me. There was part of him that was just like, oh my God, at any point, he's just going to go for me. He's going to go for me. And I was so willing that to happen. And unfortunately, it didn't. (laughs) But yeah, if you uh, are listening to this and you've enjoyed Dan's casual plug to our other podcast get over and give it a listen or have a look on um youtube as well uh you'll find him and his crazy stories on youtube anyway enough of that dan big congratulations are in order let me get my hang on i'll put that a bit closer so it sounds like i'm clapping does that sound like a clap (laughs) brilliant i'm applauding you um to say congratulations you have won Or you've been part of a Leicester Tigers team that have won 19 games out of 23 this season and you've qualified, well, you qualified for the playoffs ages ago, so technically I'm drawing attention to myself, which is unlike me, um, for you to actually congratulate in the same way I congratulated you, please. Thank you, yeah. Um, I'll use
1: both my hands. Or
2: what was that? I have no
1: idea.
2: Come on without. Come on within. There we go. Tigers. Tigers. You ain't seen nothing like the mighty Quinn. Tigers. Tigers. Come on. That could be good. We could amalgamate. Let's form a club. Me and you. And let's call it the Cauliflower Club. Anyway, how was your game, mate? Four G, wasn't it? It was it was alright. It was
1: uh tough Newcastle going up there. They it was their final home game. Obviously they send off for Dino. Um they were up for the game. They were pumped. It was very close at half time, ten nil. I say Newcastle didn't a lot of pressure And even at the start of the second half. they you know, they scored and it was very tense. But um thankfully they are able to Score a couple of tries at the end to sort of flatter us, but we're, it was a good result considering how tough it is to play at Newcastle, as you know, in full of a packed crowd up there. How was the big game?
2: It was actually uh, the big summer kickoff, Dan.
1: It's still spring, isn't it? it? is Isn't it May? I thought summer's in <laughs> June. fuck's sake!
2: It's it's still spring, isn't
1: it? Yeah, you know, I'm trying to teach my kids the, the seasons. It's not spring. Yeah, it should be the big spring send-off.
2: Right, okay. I'll call up the CEO now, shall I? Yes, please.
0: Welcome to the O2 messaging service. service. The person you are calling is unable to take your call. Clearly doesn't want to speak to Please me. leave your message after the tone. Spring. To re-record your message, key hash at right. any time.
2: In. Evening, Laurie. Uh, just... Want to see how you're getting on. And secondly, Dan Cole's been on the phone and he said we shouldn't have called it the big summer kickoff. It should have been, because it's not summer yet, it should have been the what? What's I mean, what big spring send-off. Just for background, spring runs from March 1st to May the 31st. So maybe we could talk about that over a coffee soon sometime. Maybe when the contract... Negotiations start or don't start. Either way, I hope... Oh, God, have a a good night. Bye.
1: Summer runs from June the 1st to August 31st.
2: In hindsight, thought it was a good idea to do that. And now... (laughs) There's a big part of me that thinks it's not a good idea, but... He's going to pick up now. He thinks you're desperate. Anyway, yes, I take that uh, advice on board. It was great fun. We had uh, Craig... Craig David. (laughs) No, that's my... (laughs) That was the other character he took the piss out of. It goes, Craig David Daniel Beddenfield. Don't remember Bo Selector. Surely you remember Bo Selector. Yeah, of course I do, yes.
1: But he, he got really upset, didn't he, with Bo Selector. He he hated the representation of himself.
2: Yeah, I think they sorted it out in, in the end. But there were a couple of boys in the squad when we, we older boys were doing that. Like thinking, yeah, proper bowl, Bo Selector. They were like, yeah, what is that? I mean, you don't know what bow selector is. And just re-emphasised uh, to me that we is old as fuck. Yeah, I saw uh, March tore it up, which is nice to see. Didn't he come over like 25 minutes? Shit, about the game. Yeah, the game. We were so shit in the first half, we were bad. <laughs> really bad. Yeah. And then second half, we were like, oh, we've got to stop being bad and start being good. And we got gooder. And one well, in the end, it was good fun. I was on the bench. And uh, I had actually wandered over to uh, see Billy, 12 Trees and Johnny May on their bench to see how he was after the other night. And our, when we went to Billy's testimonial and did the question of a sport thing for him, catch up with them and see how Johnny's getting on. He said he's 97.8% fit. And I said, thank you for being so specific. He said, so I'm I'm 2% off being able to play. I was like, right, Cool. I'm actually intrigued to see what percentage you're operating at, please, Dan.
1: Probably 65% right now.
2: And your top level for a game, probably, what, no more than 87? 0.2, yeah. Yeah, it was hot. Wonderful. Anyway, I was talking to them, and then they were like, you're on, you're on. I was like, no, I'm not. And then I looked round, and Cy was already off. I was like, shit, I'm going to have to get on there. So I played a little bit longer than I wanted to in the sun. Did you meet uh, Craig David? No, heartbroken. Absolutely heartbroken. He played at half two during the warm up, and I barely got to even see him perform, and that was a really missed opportunity for me because I think we'd, I think we'd really get on. Seems like a nice guy. Big big news. Jack Dunn, Leinster forward, who's moving to Exeter Chiefs next season. He's come out and spoken publicly about his bisexuality, and so that makes him the only current professional top-flight rugby player to be out. Yeah, I was talking to a journalist uh, who asked me my opinion on Jake Daniels, the uh, first openly gay footballer to come out and talk about his sexuality, and I thought, well, it's brilliant. I think it's fucking brilliant, mate. I think it's brilliant that he feels confident enough that he can come out and and be who he wants to be, and that should be the case. Like, that, that... be whatever you want to be. But unfortunately it's not, is it? People, no matter what you come out and say or do or represent, there'll always be people out there that want to pick it or think, but I think it's a big turning point for, for football. And I think it's a big turning point or could be a big turning point in rugby as well for, for Jack Dunn to come out and, and, and do the same.
1: I think it's important for people to see these figures being, being represented in rugby and football and, um, having, you know, the sort of the bravery to come out and, and say they are. So it gives people, you know, when you see people similar to yourself in these positions, it can inspire you. And the good thing about rugby is I think, you know, unfortunately there's probably the old age adage of, you ever know, it's a man's game, manly, manly, manly. You've got to be really manly. But, you know, I think rugby has always been like, it's a lot of people, um, especially supporters and stuff, find it a safe space. And I think, you know, because the crowds and you're accepting and everyone, um, there's not really the hostilities, and I think it's you know great for the game that people can feel included and don't have to hide from being who they are.
2: I agree with you. Rugby is a very inclusive sport, but I think it's important we don't take it for granted or just accept that. Oh yeah, rugby's for all, all shapes and sizes, all colour and creeds, whatever you want. It's actually really important to go that little bit further and sort of champion people a little bit more to then set an example. So Jack coming out and saying about his sexuality and he's confident in who he is and think it sh- it, it should be the norm. It should be the norm.
1: I agree. I, I, so I think it's important that the barriers and stuff are broken down. Like I, I don't know if I told you this, but I was at a dinner regarding, it was about your book and your mental health and stuff and the issues you've had and where you've addressed it and sort of come out public instead. But I was at a testimonial dinner you know Ramsdale, I'm Ramsdale, the keeper from Arsenal. He was at the dinner. His brother's a massive rugby fan. But he basically sort of, I got introduced to him because his agent, I know. He said he loved our videos in the World Cup. But then he basically said um, that he'd read your book and he'd really struggled. He actually hated rugby, football. He'd um, been hating football. I think it was when he was at maybe Sheffield United. Yeah, he'd actually struggled really badly with football, hated it, got to the point he hated it. But he read your book, realised that actually the way he felt wasn't unheard of or he wasn't the only person feeling it and it was actually natural to feel that way and he sort of he said that your book helped him um get back to where he is now. So Yeah. It's nice. And that's what I say, I think it's important that for people to it becomes a talking point for, you know, whether it's mental health, sexuality, whatever, it's becomes a talking point and therefore it's a talking point. It's no longer a taboo and people can accept that, you know, you're not going through stuff alone and there are people out there that can help you and embrace you and you're not gonna people aren't going to think that you're you know, weird or different. They're just going to accept you for who you are and embrace that. And you might be different, but it's great being different.
2: I literally have no idea what we've just done there in terms of talking normal and sensible. It felt really uncomfortable. And for you to just say something as sensible and profound as what you've just said, it's like we've blacked out and now we've come back. I think we're going to have to have a little ad break to just go, fuck, are we all right?
1: And that was the ads. Joe, um, there's no European... Oh, no European rugby fixtures. Rugby fixtures. There's no rugby fixtures. Every time, every fucking week, we get to fixtures. And I fuck it up, so... Joe, this week, there's just European rugby fixtures with two finals, the Challenge Cup, the uh, Champions Cup. You should know them. I'm not reading them out. Get on with life, all right?
2: No, 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 no. There is no week off for you, Daniel. In fact, because it's the finals, I want you, like, last week, you took a little bit to get you up for it, didn't it? Like, I like had to give you a bit of a telling off. Get a bit of a G up. But I shouldn't have to do that again now, mate. You know the standard. You know how much the people love it. I want your best Rachel a DJ x-factor voice for these finals please and we'll chuck in some cinema music and movie music and just
1: just do it right okay the challenge cup final is between Lyon olympique universitaire and rugby club Toulonnais.
2: fucking hell i wait you did it in french did it in french because it's an all french final that was your french yeah,
1: I think all our French listeners will appreciate that.
2: Fuck me, dead.
1: And the Champions Cup final. I say at Leinster, call it, Leinster. Just called Leinster, they. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> doing the Irish. I'm not doing the.
2: How does such an intelligent man struggle to read some fucking fixtures every week? Yeah, just because I am.
1: Right, and the Champions Cup final is between La Rochelle and Leinster. Are you excited for the
2: finals? I've got a stag do. Um,
1: <laughs> am I going to have to watch both finals? So we've got something to talk about next week.
2: You are going to have to do the the rugby roundup for me if that's uh, if that's okay. Leon Toulon, no idea. I am going to go with because uh, it's a home game for Toulon, being nearest to Marseille. I am going to go with the Toulon champions, La Rochelle, Leinster. I cannot. I love absolutely love La Rochelle. I love the way they play their rugby. It's just pure pure jouet they got a massive ginormous pack and then they just throw fucking offloads out their arseholes and they're phenomenal. I love it. But then Leinster, you just can't bet against them. They're just this fucking machine that just go, we want to win the Heineken Cup every year so we're going to do that and they're fucking good at it. I reckon Leinster will win but I want Larochell to, too and I reckon Toulon will win but I don't care either way. Dan, what do you think?
1: Yeah, I think Challenge Cup final, Leon Toulon, it could be like a top 14 game where it's a bit, I wouldn't say stodgy, but it's the physical, 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 quite slow paced. And then you have like a moment of magic from like a winger or, you know, on the back of something where it comes alight and you go, wow, it's awesome. And so it's watchable for that. And La rochelle leinster yeah, it's a bit of a matchup in styles. Like, as you say, La Rochelle, uh, their pack is ginormous. They normally steamroller teams. Um, and on the back of that, they can just use big bodies and offload, and they've got fantastic players. But Leinster, you can never bet against because, as you say, like they know how to play the game. They can take away your line out, they can take away your set piece. And on a hot day, if they're running you around, they've got some, you know, they're a fast paced team that plays on top of your pound, you know, carries, 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 finds the weakness and scores. So, yes, it will be. I'm looking forward to that game. See which sort of style gets on top.
2: Fuck. I fucking, I fucking love you. I just, I just, you can drop that mic. Don't, because it costs money. But as in, the, you can just drop that metaphorical mic and you can go, don't worry, Jojo, I got this for you, boy. And I was like, no worries, Dan Dan. Let's chat about that next week. May the best team win.
1: What are you doing, on your stag?
2: Not my stag. um, My best mate's stag. We are going to, I'm not going to say it, actually. We're going somewhere. What are we going to do? There's going to be a bit of surfing. Shit, that's giving it away, isn't it?
1: New key, new key then, is it?
2: <laughs> oh, brilliant. Not giving it away, see? Cool, keeping the mystique. Right, before we go, we have to mention something that is becoming quite the phenomenon, which is the Dan Richard Cole 69 on Instagram. There has been a massive, massive surge in followers, and I think the next goal we need to ascertain is a blue tick. We need to get you a blue tick, Dan. Do you know what that is? Isn't it like
1: a carrier of disease in kangaroos or something? In which case, no, I don't want a blue tick. Thanks. Of
2: course, that's the answer you've given.
1: Can you get a blue tick for a verified spoof account?
2: If anyone out there can provide us with one of them that he's just described or an actual blue tick for his Insta, then... Please get in touch and tell us how we do it, because then we've basically completed it. It'll be fucking cool. great.
1: Yeah, I did appreciate you... Uh, I did wonder what you were doing filming me uh, when we were at Billy 12 Tree's testimonial gig the other night, and I realised it was for content. So, yeah, really appreciated that.
2: Yeah, that one with the story where you're announced and you're doing your hands, that reminded me of you on your 50th cap. Do you remember that one in the spirit of rugby and you were just like charging down the thing like yeah yeah thank you you, to almost mock the people that were there congratulating you um you the listener who have listened to the last 20 30 40 minutes or so you've been listening to the latest installment of the joe and dan rugby show that was renamed on this episode the dan and joe rugby show and it'll then be renamed again next week because we've had some new names given to us. But we really, really do hope you enjoyed it. So thank you for stopping by. And we hope to see you again. Fucking see you? You don't see anyone. What, how do you say hear you? You don't even say hear you. We hope to speak to you again soon. I was trying to be quite heartfelt and sincere. Anyway, the next regular episode of The Joe Miler Show is out on Wednesday. Tom will be back, and we will be talking to an architect. Um, Coley, lovely, lovely to speak to you, mate. Thanks for joining again. You too. And send my no love problem. to to Belle Bell and the kids. Uh, talking of architects, I'd quite like to... You live like in a grade two listed mansion, don't you? House. But it is grade two listed. Is, yeah. So, is that quite hard to do stuff to
1: You can't really. Re- you can maintain stuff and make it like it was, but you can't. Like, if I want to sit double glazing in or something like that, even if it was in wooden windows, they'd struggle with it and all that kind of shit. So, you can maintain stuff, but you can't repair. You know, make it, change it without planning permission.
2: Cool. Cheers to that. See ya Crowd Network,
0: a place where you belong. Podcast Network.